Heaven holds all to me. Brighter its glory will be. Oh, yes, friends. The first few words of that beloved old hymn. So let's think about heaven today from the International Gospel Hour broadcast. Stay tuned. On Jordan's stormy banks Hi, this is Jay Webb for International Gospel Hour. For almost 90 years, Churches of Christ have proclaimed God's Word through International Gospel Hour. You are about to listen to another Bible-based lesson with Jeff Archie of International Gospel Hour, starting now. I am bound for the promised land. Well, greetings and hello, everyone. Great to have you with us today for our broadcast from the International Gospel Hour. Regardless of where you may be hearing our broadcast, we thank you for tuning in and for spending time in the study of God's Word today. We also appreciate our J-Web, and I love to mention J at each of our broadcasts because we truly appreciate his work. He'll share with you some updates on our broadcast of Are You Listening? He'll also share with you some uh, a very special offer we want to send your way. And you know, you can relax, folks. We want to focus on Scripture, and we also want you to know we're not going to ask for your money. I've got to share this with you. It's our television broadcast that's in a number of markets throughout the United States, as well as on our YouTube channel at International Gospel Hour. You can see our television broadcast. A dear lady in the Charlotte, North Carolina area called us one day, thanked us for our study of Scripture, and thanked us that we were not asking for her money. Folks recognize that, and we appreciate that. We're interested in you and not what you have, and we hope we can be of help. You know, Hebrews 11.6 says, Without faith it is impossible to please Him, for he who comes to God must believe that He is, and that He is a rewarder of those who diligently seek Him. So may we seek God through our study today. An interesting story from the life of the hymnist Tillit S. Tedley, who lived in a very long old age. He was close to 100 if he wasn't at 100 or barely over. He lived a long, wonderful life. And during the middle years of his life, And he was quite a productive individual, just a wonderful man from all things that I read and learn of him. But he returned back to visit his childhood home in his middle years. Of course, expecting the house and grounds to be as fresh and well-kept as they were in his memory, he was very saddened to see the Depression-era dilapidation of dead trees, down fences, decaying barn, and a house that was falling down. And so when he saw that, very saddened, sometime afterward he penned a beautiful hymn titled, Heaven Holds All to Me. Yes, friends, that hymn that I began this broadcast, one of my favorite hymns. And so today I'd like for you and I to think about Heaven Holds All to Me. And what I'm going to do is take the stanzas of Brother Tedley's song, and let's study together. You know, Colossians 3.16 says, Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly in all wisdom, teaching and admonishing one another in songs and hymns and spiritual songs, singing with grace in your hearts to the Lord. Songs instruct and songs teach. 
Heaven Holds All to Me. (laughs) That's a great title for a broadcast, is it not? We'll consider that hymn in about 30 seconds. Hello, friends. Miss a broadcast of Are You Listening? You can find previous broadcasts at our website, internationalgospelhour.com, and we are on several podcast platforms. Maybe we are on your favorite podcast site. Just search for International Gospel Hour and you can find previous broadcasts. They are always there 24-7 for you to listen or even to download. And now, let's continue our study. Earth holds no treasures but perish with using, however precious they be. Yet there's a country to which I am going, heaven holds on to me. From that first stanza we learn that heaven holds on to me because it has my investments. Friends, we understand the importance of investing financially, but nothing compares with the investments in return that we should have of a spiritual nature. Listen to these texts that exhort one toward that end. Colossians 3, 1 and 2, Seek those things which are above, where Christ sits on the right hand of God. Set your affection on things above, not on things on the earth. In Matthew 6 and verse 20, Lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven, where neither moth nor rust doth corrupt, and where thieves do not break through nor steal. And how about 1 Peter 1, 4, To an inheritance incorruptible and undefiled, and that fades not away, reserved in heaven for you. Well, the question that I must ask is, does heaven hold all to me in my investments in life? Am I putting everything toward the earthly investments? Have I cared for the heavenly investments? And that's something we need to think about. I'm reminded of an individual who would go to his investment counselor and he would say, I died last night. What did I leave behind? And the reason he approached it that way was to make sure that he had his family taken care of. But as we note from that wonderful parable in Luke 12 of the rich landowner, the rich farmer, it's important for us to invest in the things in heaven over and above all. Yes, friends, earth will perish. All the things therein, no matter how precious they are, will perish. But yet there is a better place of which we can live. Let's think about that a little bit more as we go to the second stanza that says, Out on the hill of that wonderful country, happy, contented, and free, loved ones are waiting and watching my coming. Heaven holds all to me. It holds all to me because that is a trip I long to take and a place I long to see. You know, whether or not you travel is your call, folks. I mean, some individuals prefer to go to the same place each year. My wife and I like to go to different places. Once we've seen it, we seldom will go back unless we want to see something therein. I recall many years ago, we took a trip to Egypt and Israel, and I really looked forward to that trip because I'd never been there and it was of interest. You know, some folks just prefer to stay home, or as we call it, a staycation, or maybe not travel far from home. Well, we would say to each his own, of course. But you know, the best trip that one will ever take is to a better country prepared for the faithful traveler. Let Hebrews eleven thirteen through 16 speak. These all died in faith, not having received the promises, but having seen them afar off, were assured of them, embraced them, and confessed that they were strangers and pilgrims on the earth. For those who say such things declare plainly that they seek a homeland. And truly, if they had called to mind that country from which they had come out, 
they would have had opportunity to return. But now they desire a better, that is, a heavenly country. Therefore God is not ashamed to be called their God, for He has prepared a city for them. Now, friends, if they died in faith not having received the promises, that wonderful chapter reminds us of what is ahead for us, who are obedient unto God. In 2 Corinthians 5 and verse 1, we know that if our earthly house of this tabernacle or tent, our bodies, were dissolved, we have a building of God, a house not made with hands, eternal in the heavens. For in this we groan, earnestly desiring to be clothed upon with our house, which is from heaven. Well, the question that I must ask is, does heaven hold all to me and that I am looking forward to such a trip when this life ends? How about the third stanza? Why should I long for the world with its sorrows when in that home over the sea, millions are singing the wonderful story, heaven holds all to me. Oh, my friends, heaven holds all to me because it's a place that no longer has the world with its sorrows. The thought of such a place will always calm a troubled heart, as we note from John 14, verse 1, Let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. And I go to prepare a place for you. You know, if it will ease for but a moment, it will ease another moment. It pieces together things and heals to know that there's something better. In Revelation 21, verse 4, God shall wipe away all tears from their eyes, and there shall be no more death, neither sorrow nor crying, neither shall there be any more pain, for the former things are passed away. I will not go for any more therapy or have another physical ailment. I will not go to another doctor, for the great physician is there. And friends, you and I will not get old. (laughs) And you know what? I'm not going to face any more farewells or goodbyes. What a beautiful thought. The assurance of Philippians 3.21 of God, who shall change our vile body, that it may be fashioned like unto His glorious body. So the question that I must ask here, does heaven hold all to me and that I am looking forward to a place where there is no more sorrow or pain? Friends, let's think about these things and, 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 and to know of God's wonderful book, the Holy Bible, that instructs us on what we should do. You know, speaking of the Bible, friends, the Bible is always right. And with that being said, here is our J-Web with a very special free booklet just for you. Good folks, please allow us to send a special free booklet called Something is Wrong, But the Bible is Right. This is a study that clears away a lot of the confusion in the religious world and allows us to see that the Bible is always right. Just call toll-free at 1-855-IGH-6988 and leave your name, address, and just say, Bible Tract. That's it. You may also go to our website at internationalgospelhour.com, click on the Contact tab, and leave us the same information, name, address, and type Bible Tract in the message box. Now, back to our study. Well, friend, what does heaven hold for you? Are you investing in heaven on a daily basis? Are you longing for heaven? Are you thinking about a place that deals with heaven or deals with the sorrows therein? Friends, nobody wants to go to a devil's hell. That's why it's so important that we believe in Christ as we're taught in Hebrews 11.6. 
that we repent of our sins, as Jesus commanded in Luke thirteen three and 5. We confess Him before men, Matthew ten thirty two, And we also are baptized into Christ for the remission of our sins, Acts 2, verse 38. Based upon our faith, we're baptized to be saved, Mark 16, verse 16, and added to His church, Acts two forty seven. Let's do so, and heaven will be our home. We'll continue our studies at another time. But thank you for joining me today on the International Gospel Hour. I'm Jeff Archie, and friends, keep listening. Thank you for listening to our broadcast today, To God Goes All the Glory. And we hope that our study today will draw you closer to His Word to walk in His way. To listen to it again or other broadcasts, please visit our website at internationalgospelhour.com. Oh,